And we are live, sir. What's going on? That up here? No. So, all right. I want to thank everyone for joining us for another weekly Q&A. This time the Q&A is applying heat to perform paintless dent repair. Very easy, very simple, but uh, sometimes we're going to show you some <laughs> techniques that we use uh, that you guys might not know about. And share... Um, um, some information if you guys uh, if you guys have more experience with this heat or have some tricks that you know we don't mention. Uh, so right now it looks like we have a few people watching. So like we always do, Ryan, you want to start on start off with the uh, with yeah, the tools. So let's see what we're gonna start with. So we're gonna start with the heat. I sent some pictures over to Chris earlier today. This is my probably my favorite. Um, Do you want me to put the pictures on? Because I'm not ready for that. No, I've got uh. the tool here. So, um, so I used to. I'm old school, and I used to use this blowtorch, the big map gas mm -hmm. blowtorch. And I'm at a customer's house, and they're like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" And so I walked on the Snap-on truck. Oh, good old Snap-on torch i mean it is clean does a nice little flame you can adjust how far the flame is i use it a lot for glue pulling um i'm big mm -hmm. with getting the moisture off of the panel uh the part okay. number for this is torch 400 they make two versions um i think one is like a 360 and the other one is a 400 it's just a little bigger holds a little more butane it works right off of a butane Works really, really good. Um, I use it all the time. I probably use it. I mean, if I'm not in the shop, I'll use it on the road almost all the time. I rarely pull a cord with an extension cord and, um, you know, use a heat gun. Unless it's something right. really smash and I'm going to be on there for a long time. So, but that's the first one. You can go for your next one. I'm still trying to figure things out here. I don't know if you <laughs> want to give everybody the warning about the weather coming so we may lose them today. Oh, yes, guys. For everyone that's uh, watching, we have a big storm coming through me and Ryan's area, um, Tornado Watch. So my neighborhood loses power pretty much first. So if, if we kind of get uh, kind of uh, disconnected, I most likely won't be back. So just to give you guys a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> so that means the entire show is will be for next week. All right, so I was trying to bring some heat-related things, but I left half my tools at the shop. So, but I do have this. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Actually, it's um, I know it's Sal's uh, slapper tapper. That's what it is. I think it is right. You know about this? I, I've never used slapper it. I'm tapper. I'm still new to the whole Sal. Uh, caveman tools is what I call it. So it's definitely caveman. I, I don't know who's welding this, but I only been welding for like four months, and I'm definitely this will not pass <laughs> if you ask me. But great tool, great idea. Now I wrapped mine with leather, um, and that actually worked pretty well for crowns. And I used that 
snap on what is it that hammer that you use uh ryan for that weight yeah and uh you know it's a pretty stout tool because i beat the crap out of this tool um and it doesn't leave but like little small marks and I'm hitting the crap out of it. So especially with this leather there, you got to put a little bit more effort into it. But for knocking down crowns, this is my go-to tool right now. No, what um, is I it love heavy? it. It is heavy, but it seems like it's balanced. So if I can try to balance it on my finger, it's you know it's pretty balanced. So it's it's kind of equally weighted, you know. So it's not heavy on the uh, head at all. Um, now I've seen a lot of guys use it without the leather. And I probably will buy another one and polish it. Okay. Uh, the, the, I know I can tell that the steel that they use is very, is very, uh, is very, you know, I don't know, strong. I don't know if it's high end and it does rust. You know, if it polishes to a mirror, then I will, uh, I will get one with the leather and one with the, the, um, with the polished. And he leaves a little is, imprint on it. So. It's rough, man. I don't. Hey, I, but I'll tell you, it works. The dentile it works. The dentile's the same way. I said, "What am I spending three hundred <laughs> bucks on a on a on a leaf spring?" But hey, let me tell you, things awesome. It is. It's, awesome. it's sad because, like, if I go into the uh, like the body shops and stuff like that, and like they look at the tool, and like you said, it's like caveman. And the first yes. thing they say is like, "Who welded this? <laughs> Did you make this yourself?" And I'm like, "I'm." I'm fortunate enough to say that my wells look way better than that, but you know, it works. I haven't had a problem with them. I mean, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it won't fall off, but I don't know. I don't know. So, I know that's, it's an easy weld, but <laughs> I got, I got, a, I got three total. So I came up with this the other day. I'm always trying to figure out ways to be a little more efficient. Um, and I, I've had these containers for a long time, and I just started running two glue guns about probably two months ago with the weather changing and my different elements. I'm in and out of shops. and mm -hmm. So I came up with this. Oh, absolutely okay. works. You're always amazing. coming up with stuff. So it's just like an ammo can. It looks like it's a um, M, what is this, 200? Yeah, like a... M80 case is what it really is. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you, it, it works really well. Um, it holds both of these. I've even got the monstrous battery on here right now. Holds two with batteries. Mm -hmm. And the thing I like about it is I'm, I'm always on the go. Mm -hmm. So I leave them running. Mm -hmm. So when I get to a job and I need it, it's hot. I don't have to wait. You know, with this monstrous battery, this will last me at least a, almost a whole day. Just about a whole day on regular okay. low heat. And you just grab the batteries every morning? Yeah. I've got multiple, and I can just swap them out if one dies or whatever. But this one I'll get most of the day. Uh, you know, I'll probably get – this is a – I think it's a 3-amp. No, it's a 4-amp hour yeah. battery. So it will give me just about the whole day. This one will go – I mean, this thing is a beast, but it's so heavy. Right, right. It's a 6-amp hour, but it's, it's heavy. Um, I carry a lot of batteries. I keep a charger in my truck. Back to the James Lee glue guns. I absolutely <laughs> love these things, man. These things are, are awesome. Um, so, but that's my little get go to. I kind of keep it on the side of my truck, and I can just grab and go. You know, it's 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 yeah. working really yeah. well. It's um, very creative. 
so the other thing I brought is something from Dentcraft, and I've had it since before MT, and I've never used it besides today. It's the little oh, leverage block. Oh, the little brick. Yeah, little leverage block. Mm -hmm. um, this thing is awesome. Uh, I yeah. used it on the third brake light of a truck today, going through the brake mm -hmm. light opening, and it did really well. Uh, it's got like these little triangle cutouts that kind of keep your tool, give you some leverage in different angles. But mm -hmm. it really, it's a cool little tool for, I think it's what, eight or 16 bucks or something. It's not much. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something you want to have. But like I said, I've had it since before MTE. So um, I've had it for quite a while, but it's, it's still a good, it's a good little tool. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't have one. Everybody keeps talking about it. My last tool, I know we were asking people, you know, how long they've been pushing. And so since we have 17 people, please, guys, uh, let me know who remembers these. And I don't know if I oh, brought this on yeah. the show, but, you know, maybe I'm showing my, my dent age here, but this is the, the mini lift that has started it all for me. That's the worth, baby. There you go, right there. That's before so. Dave's time. Dave's like, what is that? That's yeah, he doesn't know what this is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I actually try to buy these off of eBay, but, you know, you, you, you can find them a little bit. But there's nothing special with these. I mean, they're stout. These little legs come off, and I got to find them every time I pull this thing out. But uh, this thing has, has made me some money, man. It's put in work. I'll tell you that. So, if you guys are watching... Um, you know, how many guys is worth uh mini lifters or started with one of these? Yeah, buddy, um, that I like thing the, is the bomb. old school, buddy. That thing is the bomb. I think I still got one. <laughs> the crazy thing about it is right here, it would leave marks, <laughs> and you would have to, I would have to pull the marks out. It was, it was bad, yo. It was bad, yo. Like, it's it worked. definitely uh, not the best mini lifter. So I got to give a little, uh, bring this up. Uh, Vincent Rios of Den Expert reached out to us with this topic. It was a topic that he thought that, that should be brought to the table. So we appreciate it, Vincent. Uh, you know, same thing with you guys. If you guys have a topic that, that you're worrying about or have questions about or anything, just email one of us. You know, if we can put it on the show, we'll definitely put it on the show. So. But thanks again, Vincent, for reaching out right yeah, after thanks. the show last week and mm -hmm. gave us a good topic to bring up and uh, keep it going. So the rain is picking up here. Um, we want to welcome Dave. Dave. Oh. Sorry, Dave, it's oh. been a hectic, hectic last couple hours right now. Uh, it just recently hailed here in Chicago, so... Um, <laughs> For anyone's watching, I'm sure they're probably going to be on the way. Or Hell yeah. um, if you haven't, you're probably <laughs> going to be on the way. But I'm looking at it hailing right now. Uh, but I do have to say I'm just popping in for like 10, 15 minutes. I still have my tech that I'm training outside right now. Um, trying to finish that up and get that. All right. How's that going? It's going well. It's going really, really well. Good. Um, good. Documenting the uh the entire thing and trying to get something going for you guys so you guys can kind of see what uh 
Mm. How hard it really is. Secrets? You know what I mean? For, for, <laughs> no, not secrets, but, you know, just, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be just showing uh, either customers or other dent guys or people trying to get into the industry uh, how tough it really is, you know, and I'm trying to show the trials and tribulations that someone does go through trying to start this, um, to get into this industry. So wow. I'm just kind of uh, trying to, I'm trying to work with that right now, but my phone's been blowing up for the last 30 minutes just because everyone's. Oh, yeah. Saying it's so, hailing, so yeah, so I know that feeling. It's mine's been ringing since Thursday. Yes, <laughs> it's been pretty crazy. So I have to correct myself. I was wrong with Vincent. He is with the uh, the polished images out of. Okay. It looks like he's from. He's originally from Puerto Rico. So I was completely wrong. Sorry, Vince. I was trying okay. to read your profile. He got me straight. There you mm. go. Um. Yeah, the hail's been crazy. Uh, we we had a pretty good storm on Saturday night, so there's been a bunch of hail techs in town today. So it's yeah, it's gonna be an interesting couple weeks. I think. Yeah, and we're definitely gonna probably do a a topic about that, how to handle some some uh, fly by night dent guys or even the dent guys that come in because you know we all use them. So can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right, perfect, perfect. Um, so let's talk before we get disconnected. If we do get disconnected, let's talk about the new time. Ryan, do you want to elaborate more? So we are changing our time from, from seven o'clock Eastern time to nine o'clock Eastern, I mean, to Eastern time. Um, yeah, the reason we're doing that is for one, the East coast, uh, the West coast guys can't, it's hard because it's four o'clock there, five o'clock there. So we're moving it a little later. It's a little later for us on the East Coast. Uh, it's always crazy for us. The time is later in the afternoon now. It's lighter out, so we'll be obviously working longer. Yeah. So we're going to change the time next week to 9. Uh, you know, Hopefully you guys will still be able to get on. We had a lot of people reach out that were from California that don't get to see it live. So the big change will be next week. Hopefully you guys will still stick in for that. It may be a little easier for all you guys. So we will see. You know, see what happens. Yeah, let me just, I'm sorry. I'm just going through dense. So I guess we All need right. to start with the heat. <clears throat> yes. Um, also, guys, I'm going to leave a link to the new website. And we want everybody that uh, from this live show to join us. We do a free workshop. And as Ryan says, you know, just to, you know, as we talk about the, you know, the uh, some of the PD. PR and the benefits and stuff like that. The nice thing about it is it's around, you know, like-minded people. Uh, Dave will be joining us. So Dave will fly out to uh, uh, my shop. Ryan's coming down. So I'm going to leave a, uh, I will leave a link in the description. Uh, that link that's there currently is probably going to be live here and then uh, probably in a day or two, but I'm going to leave another link in the description right now. And the date is for the first one is what June twenty third, correct? June twenty third, and you can you can register. It's free. Um, we're just trying to gather people, um, some inexperienced people, if they want to learn uh, PDR or ask questions with several dent techs. I'm pretty sure Dave Johnson's going to come down. Uh, Benny's probably going to come down. So it should be a lot of uh, seasoned techs down there too. So. 
if you guys uh like i said it's free we're gonna go out to you know what is it like a lunch early uh early dinner together and kind of just our industry so i'm posting a link right now in the uh in the chat and try to try to sign up guys just because it is going to fill up um so get yeah, in there please. get signed up yeah, it'll be exactly. a good time it, you know like i said it's mainly for the newer techs but there'll be plenty of older techs there and you know it, it'll be worth your time so definitely definitely all so right let's get on that let's get on that heat <laughs> so the, the first question was when to heat so when do you start you use more heat than i do chris usually i use heat yeah i use heat a lot i actually it must be nice when you have electric every time you go to work on a car <laughs> hey, must be nice hey, when you got outlets hey. You hey, Dave. Know, all Dave. around the shop. We're in bit for space, too, now. Come on. <laughs> you don't need electric. Must be nice. I, no, no Manny. Uh, shout out to Manny, though. Manny just set up his transit, like a mobile, oh, yeah. like electric setup. Yeah. I need that. I need yeah. that. I got to hit. He, he kind of showed me how he set it up, but. I'm going to do a video. Hey, so, what, what are the. <laughs> Chris, yeah. when do you sit back and say, I need to heat this panel? Give so, me the factors. Okay, so a couple of things go through my mind. If I know that the dent is fairly sharp, so like today I did aluminum hood, uh, dent was sharp. I, I could probably fix it without heat, but I knew I'll be stressing that aluminum. And if I'm stressing aluminum, I'm stressing the paint. So I, I look at it as, is it worth me taking the gun out to reinsure that that paint is not going to be damaged? Cause I've seen, you know, a white car, especially Toyotas and you get in there, you're cranking and then you just go, Whoa, what just happened here? And you look at your heat gun and go, I should have pulled it out. So, um, that's what I start applying heat. Anything that's sharp, anything I normally have to get in there and kind of stress the, the paint. And I know it's, uh, it's kind of my personal experience, uh, and I'm trying to get a measurement for you guys. I think it's like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.6, maybe even 0. 0.5 of a millimeter. I start using heat. Um, I'd rather be safe than sorry, so that's kind of why. Now, I wanted to bring in the heat gun from um, Milwaukee, and I actually use that a lot, actually. I don't like have the constant heat on it, but just the little small dent that I did this morning, I think it was like a one-inch dent, fairly sharp nothing crazy but it's aluminum super so i heated it up got it up to probably about 120 130 pushed and then just repeating the process so it's kind of like you know i do it because it's it's safe it's it's uh it ensures me that i will not do any harm to this new thin paint that these subarus and toyotas have uh nowadays so Hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> what do you What I do you think, do? I think, like I said, it's the sharpness. Mm -hmm. Sharpness of the damage. It's the um, what else do we have? Sharpness and the location. You know, if the body line yeah, hits pretty good and it's yeah. crushed through multiple, a lot of times I'll heat it up there. A and, lot of it, can, I think, is depth. And I think you can gauge it from the tool that you're going to use. If you know it's a small dent and you can use a door tool wrapped up with a bunch of tape. And you know you can get that dent out clean. You probably won't use glue. I mean, uh, use heat. But if you know you got to go in 
in there with like a pick tool because it's a glitch. Yeah, you, you might want to use that heat. Yeah. That's kind of, I guess, where I, you know, base, make my decision whether to use heat or not. And that Milwaukee, I mean, I mean, I've, <laughs> I, I, I kind of go to the back of the truck and I'm like, no, I don't want to run the court. But that Milwaukee's sitting right there and I just stay on it for about 10, 15 seconds. How, how long are you getting on that one battery? I got a nine amp and a five amp. And honestly, I don't charge up until once a week from how I use it. And it's not constant heat. It's just those small little dents, those byline dents, 15, 20 seconds, push for about a little less than a minute, 15, 20 seconds, push for a little less than a minute, the battery will last a week. Now, uh, running straight, 30, I think I, I think it was like 36 minutes that it will run straight. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't okay. use it because... I wish I had it. The lever, you have to actually have it on. You can zip to Yeah, you have to push the, the button. The pen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you release the trigger, it you have to push the button again. So it doesn't stay on. So I thought it was a problem because I use a lot of constant heat also. But now I'm like, wow, where I would have probably kind of risked risk it. And now I go... Let me put that heat on that bad boy, just in case. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. So if you guys, I, don't are mean I gotta scoot out real quick. I'm gonna try to pop back in, like towards the end. I'm gonna go finish up with him real quick. All right, Dave. So we might have some questions here, Rusha. So he's afraid of a torch. I'm, I'm. I used to torch it, and I think Ryan, you can speak about. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you, you still torch. I, I torch a lot. Um, a lot okay. of it's years of experience for one mm -hmm. i will not torch a pearl white car um i have burned them made them look like a marshmallow yeah. me too s'mores <laughs> um so you know you you don't want to push that limit um i use the torch a lot i, I sent some pictures to chris earlier today. yeah i got them um got and what i was doing is it's, it was rainy this morning. It's been raining for a couple of days, and I had a car that I couldn't move. It was outside. So I was trying to glue pull a panel. And you wouldn't believe the moisture that was on that panel, on that picture. If you look off to the right side, you can see the moisture all the way around it where it kind of looks hazy. That makes all the difference in your glue pools. So I add a ton of heat to it to try to get that moisture off glue pull. I may hit it again, you know, so I do torch quite a bit. It definitely helps with the glue pulling. Um, yeah. You're burning um, that moisture. That's, that's what helps yeah. the, the moisture. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, there I would need probably 200 feet of cord to get to where that car was parked. And I was like, I'm not moving five cars to fix it or waiting. So, um, I used a bigger know. torch, right? So, and so that's what I have that for the Milwaukee. Uh, and I still torch cars, you know. I guess we don't torch them, but I say if anybody's afraid of torching, you know, try it on a panel for uh, like a like a junkyard panel. You know, it, it's nothing to be afraid of, really. Um, torching. I think a lot of guys use it. You know, I think every every tech actually use it. All my guys use it. Um, and they, you know, obviously when they first use it, they're very scared. But I have a little. Uh, you know, training hoods that I say, Hey, you know, practice torching on this hood, get it up to this temperature. And after three or four times, I can trust them with, you know, at least putting some heat on a panel. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is just to move it. 
Do you uh do you heat your tabs? Um, like it really depends. I, a lot of times I just wipe them with alcohol. What I'll do is if it, what in the winter time, what yeah. I would really do is I would stick tabs in my pocket, and I would just carry. Mm. I usually use three tabs at a time. Okay. So I'll use a couple crease tabs and then a, a round tab, and I'll just put them in my pocket while I'm walking around getting set up, and they're warming up in my pocket. I usually don't put the torch on the tab. Sometimes it'll make them bubble. It'll it'll mess the tab up a little bit. So mm -hmm. I just kind of keep it in my pocket. I just jam them in my pocket and let them rock. I usually keep them in there all day. My wife hates it because they end up in the washing <laughs> machine beating around. You too? <laughs> you know, knockdowns, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So that's crazy. the other other question was the best heat to use. It says gas or heat gun. Um I think they both have their own place. Yeah. 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 You know, I I think if you're in the right element, use a heat gun. Uh I yeah. use we're kind of rolling into another question he had. Uh I use the heat gun with the James Lee claw. Works mm -hmm. really, really well. Mm -hmm. You know, the he's it's got the sleeve on there to where the cable kind of runs down into it, so you're not got cables all over the place, and it's long enough to where I can use the heat gun and my limited light at the same time. Oh wow! Okay, so, nice. You know, it it's a hundred dollars for the part, but it's a it. Uh, and it comes with the heat gun. No, it's just the yeah. claw, no heat gun at all. I've got a cheap Home Depot eighteen dollar heat gun that works really well. Yeah. I I uh. I use that same claw that James Lee uh, has, and I'll try my best to uh, to um, show you guys what we're talking about. But um, I really like the Porta Cable heat gun. I think I get it from Amazon for like thirty bucks, and it's adjustable temperatures. So because I'm constant when I do use it, I'm constant heat. So um, it basically I just dial it down. And then, you know, I keep measuring the temperature and then I get it fine tuned where I pretty much leave it alone and it, and it stays on the heat, especially if I'm by myself. Um, if you guys do go on James Lee's website, his new site's getting ready to be launched. I think it'll be any day now. He's been working vigorously on it. If you guys do order something on there in the notes, if you can just put PDR workshop on there, he'll know what it is and it, it'll help us out a lot. He's been, uh, pretty involved in what we have going on so yeah and i think show him show him a I little wanna, love back i want to speak ahead but um hopefully we can get some of his new products here at the workshop some of that uh his version two light at the workshop to show you guys um uh what um the differences in the version one and the ver version two so i just look for it claw right yeah. there I don't think um, his hail light's going to be released. I think it's another week out. So, oh, his hail light. Okay, well, uh, um, and, like and for, go okay. ahead. Okay. No, for the guys that are just joining, um, please visit our website if you can. Um, sign up if you're interested in the PDR workshop. Um, if you want to be around like-minded individuals, uh, I'm gonna leave a link right here. Uh, I just sent you guys this link, so. Hopefully you guys can sign up. Uh, uh, PDR Workshop, I think, is down. Let me see. Actually, I have to have a backdoor link because it's down. I'm um, Ryan. No, he hasn't merged it. Yeah, he hasn't merged it yet. I'm about to check right now. It's the old website. So, yeah, so it looks go, like yeah. 
Don't go to the PDR workshop. Yeah, go to the other link I sent, guys. Go ahead. What so was someone's the, asking, the um, anyone have a butane gun that, that looks helpful? Earlier, I don't know if you were in, Mr. Ward, I used this Snap-on butane heat gun or butane torch. It's the uh, Torch 400. It's an awesome, awesome butane how much Torch. is it? So, this I think is like sixty dollars. Okay, not bad. You know, Snap on, so I'm I'm anticipating like three hundred dollars. <laughs> Come on, I think it's still. I mean, you could probably get a regular old butane torch for half the price. So that one looks a little um, better when you're. You customer. know what I like about it is it locks on. Like you don't have to hold the trigger. It's got a lock right here that works really well. So look at me getting ready to light it as I'm pointing it towards my face. But uh, but yeah, it's it's a really good. I like it. it's got a wide base on it to where I can set it down and I don't have to worry about it falling over while it's lit or. Mm -hmm. But it, it works really well. Works really really well. So um, trying to see I what saw... we have on it. What is the recommended temperature before beginning pushing, Chris? Um, I tend to run depending on the damp, but most, most of the time it's about 145. And I say that because my temperature gun may be calibrated different than yours. Uh, I have on my temperature gun, it's just a cheap Am uh, Amazon one for like 17, 18 bucks. Um, have seen close to 160 without doing any damage to the paint. Uh, and I think white vehicles, you got to watch yourself a little bit. So I will come down about 10 degrees, maybe 15 degrees. But there's a video where I took the, sh the sharpest den I probably ever worked on out. And that I stayed right around the 155 to 160 range on my temperature gun. Uh, so, um, and I, I think it could actually go a little bit more, but that thing was hot from the backside. I mean, it was hot. So, um, you. You could really know the molecules of the metal. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not a uh, any kind of engineer, but you can tell that, that they relax when you uh, when you heat it up to that temperature. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, and can, I want to push it even tell. further. But, you know, the paint's not going to hold up. But man, I could tell that the stuff is moving a lot mm -hmm. easier, a lot better with that paint. Even with the aluminum today, I, I got it up to about yeah. 120, and it was reacting differently. And we'll talk about it more. Um, so, um, it looks like, uh, changing the high strength steel, does that, doesn't look good for the PDR or for bigger dents? What is your opinion? Uh, it definitely makes it you go first. a little more difficult. You know what I mean? I mean, the high yeah. strength steel is definitely making it challenging. It, the good thing with the high strength steel is you're going to charge more. Yeah. You know, it's just like an aluminum think, panel. I think it's a double-edged sword because in aluminum panels, you got the Audi, you know, A8, you got, you know, Mercedes Benz. So you got a little high-end vehicle because it's on a Civic and now you have to charge a set of, you know, $200 for that fender, $400 or, or $350 or whatever. You know, that, that demographic of people that drive the Civic may not be interested in your PDR work yeah. at $350, $400 right. instead of $200. So and that's going to be... Go ahead. The the other crazy. I just looked at a hail car today. It was a uh, sixteen Civic. Mm -hmm. A hood for a sixteen Civic is one hundred and fifty six dollars. It's a high shift steel hood, right? Yeah. And that and that's what I was getting at. So now, 
it's cheaper to replace the uh, the the um the panels and have enough push it. Yeah. So it's very that's very interesting to be honest. Um, that's very interesting. Now the German cars and and there's not everybody. It's just really Honda. It's really Honda that's putting it a lot. Now Nissan has them, but they're like in one fender, one car, yeah. and the roof in another car. They haven't really used it. And I don't know where Hondas use it, but there's that new video where they're pretty much standing on a sheet of a, of a high strength steel and it's not moving at all. Yeah. So, and, and I had a, like I said, I think in my last video, I had a situation with a warranty company where I just read their contract today and I was just blown away. But um, there is no provisions for high strength steel, aluminum, RNIs anything and i'm just like that's a 10 year old contract we got to update this so now that if you get in business like uh on the lot now you're a lot guy you have to spend twice as much money twice as much time for the same you know whatever your per car per pound price is whatever your agreement is even if you make it 150 if he buys a bunch of hondas or it's a honda lot you now you know, you're not making yeah. you're making half of the money yeah. that you used to make Cause you're working on these cars oh, yeah. or if you go inside and Hey, sir, I can't, I can't fin You know, I can't repair this. It's not repairable. I, I thought I could, you know, cause you, your first experience with, you know, high strength steel and he's going to kick you and try to look for another dent guy. Cause he acts like you don't want to fix it. It's going to get, it can get become a mess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And just be aware of that. I think if once you're aware of how um, the perception of other people, as you explain the high strength steel, that's that's gonna matter. Um, and, and even with the warranty company, I sent them that article that we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was blown away. He didn't know nothing about high strength steel. So yeah, I think, know, it's, that, I think everybody focuses towards aluminum. Yeah, because the high strength steels, you know, a newer field that they're they're just not educated in. And some of them are different, them. right? Because because I pushed on Toyota's high strength steel. And I couldn't tell it was high strength steel, but I'll Nissan that, Honda that is new, ridiculous. That new Honda fenders are just <laughs> ridiculous, yo. I'm sorry, yo. I'll replace it myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they're bad, yo. And I remember back in the day where the doors were just awful, man. Those oh, yeah. Honda Accord I just doors did a roof. Just... I did a, uh, a, what is that, a G37X roof. Mm-hmm. Man, I was pushing full carbon tech rod with like the sharpest tip I had and I wasn't even making high spots. I mean, I was like, what is going on? And it was metal on metal. It was just, yeah. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah. That's no way so, to push. Any other questions? Question he has down here. He says, can you tap down on heat on a heated panel? Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I have, I have noticed like with the VIP knockdown, if I really heat the panel or to leave those little tiny little, divots that'll wet sand with some 3000 mm-hmm. no wet sand right out it does yep. happen mm-hmm. but i mean i usually have no problem with knocking down on on a heated panel besides burning my burning my hand yeah mm-hmm. knocking it down so yeah i i agree with you i have absolutely no problem knocking down even if it's leaving those it's very slight marks in it yeah. i know this going to come out with uh, uh sandpaper or just a little buff I'm really not maybe not sandpaper um, and if you guys are interested, Ryan got me on this toe cut. That ba- that's a beast. So please uh 
if you know if you guys are interested in if you're still using the 3m you know oh, 2000 grid get with the time that toll cut is a game changer and i i don't think sandpaper can ever be it doesn't, better but it is it better it doesn't leave the sand scratches like regular paper. yeah i mean it it, it buffs really easy i use um i use the pink I use the toll cut see you're on the pink i'm still using the black which is 3000 um I actually just ordered some pink from Anson on Saturday, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. But I've been using the black, and I'm using Meguiar's M100. Okay. It's it's rubbing compound to where you can almost, with the 3000, you can almost wet sand, I mean, uh, polish it by hand. Wow. So That's good. M100, I, I've, I've tried 3M, I've tried Mother's, and this M100, there was like a they were demoing stuff at one of my shops and I was talking to the McGuire's guy and he's like, try this. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let me try this. Just like another compound. And man, I'll tell you, I won't ever go back. It's expensive. I don't think I have any here. It's expensive, but it I don't use any water well. too. I used to always get a little bottle and we'll drop oh, the sandpaper geez. in for a little bit. It'd be nasty after the day. Yeah. Nah, it's a dry sand. So yeah, we have a little question up here. Question for me. Would you buy the 18 Pro Chubby Light or the yeah. V2 Eliminate 20 inch? I am uh, replacing, upgrading an older Stucky Light. That's a tough now, one. Now, is that for like a mobile, or is that for I, like? A he's replacing space? a Stucky Light, so I'm, I'm. I think it's a mobile uh, setup. You know, just a cordless a Pro, light. The Chubby Light is like a hail light, though, right? No, they have a um, they have a like a a version. You know, a, a cordless version that you can put. Okay. You know, Milwaukee, Makita, and all that stuff. I, I favor the James Lee. You know, I, his customer service, for one. Yeah. Um, if you good. have any problems, and I, I meant to, I actually meant, should have brought it on. I saw on Chris Acuti from uh, Batvac. And I just, mm -hmm. I, I bought some this weekend and tried it. It's the dry WD 40 spray, and you put it on the lock line. Awesome. Absolutely it doesn't make awesome. that noise or it just it doesn't make the noise. Everything's very fluent, very smooth. It's probably not very good for the body shop because it is WD forty. Um, but it makes a huge difference. A huge difference. So it's the dry WD forty. I'll bring it on next week just to show you what can it is. Oh, okay. It works really, really well. So I know so, uh... topic. I think when that question, no one has the version two. I think James only had one or two of them made. Um, so it's hard for us to compare it. Now, I think there's a lot more flexibility when we saw it at MTE. You can change the uh, the, um, Fog, the yeah the depth, the depth of the, the board. I like that because sometimes I'm like, wow, what you like and now, if you move, move it closer to lights, it becomes brighter. So yeah. uh, Chubby does not offer that, but I use the Chubby Hell Light. I bought five or six of them bad boys. I love them things. So now, if you guys it is, did not did not see that light that he's talking about with the depth, Mike Toledo on his uh, Facebook page, if you look through his videos, was doing a live. I think it's on YouTube. Was doing a live interview with James Lee at MT, and James okay. Lee shows exactly. The different levels of the uh, of the lens, the flip door, the hinge door, where the buttons have changed, the different uh, different mm -hmm. basics on it. So if you guys didn't see it, make sure you look that out. It was under uh, Dent Time, Mike Toledo's channel. 
really good content on that. It goes over his 14 inch and his new hail light. So I don't know if he's going to have a 20 inch. Like we used to have a 14 and a 20. I think he's going 14 and then a hail light is what Mm. I'm believing. Okay. So, you know, we'll probably have some more information. Well, he's saying that the stucky light is the lightest light on the market. And wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. I was really interested when I was at MT. I was really wanting to buy one. I'm looking for a new light. Okay. And I've always been in a limited I'm favor James Lee, you know, he's my dude. So I looked at the Stucky, but $700 for a, a light yeah, it was a little pricey. Is, is a little too much for me. So yeah. I, I don't know. I think James Lee's price ranges are going to be between five and 600 bucks. Uh, you know, it, it I don't know. I mean, uh, I hear from Dave Johnson, how he likes the Stucky fade. So I, I did try – Benny was in town. I tried Benny's for a little while, but I'm really enjoying that Kessler green lens. <laughs> so it's hard for me. Yeah, it's a good it's a good lens. I, I do that in the fire orange. That's a good light or whatever it's called, the orange one. Now, I think I said that where do you see the industry? Where was it? Oh, maybe I – so you're basically saying if you if you look on the web, all manufacturers are going to high shift steel or aluminum. Uh, what do you think the future in five years? And I may be repeating that question. I don't think I am. Now, if I can, I, I want to answer that question. Now, if you look also, if you get in depth of where they're actually putting this high shift steel, it's normally in the rocker panels. It's not the body panels. So not yet are they putting it in body panels. Obviously, Honda is and other manufacturers but i think the hyundai that i keep talking about they're normally in the rocker panels the beams the structural uh pieces of the car they're not in the door panels so I think, that's what i've I, noticed i really think that some of these um manufacturers are going to go to composite yeah carbon fiber or mm-hmm. like you said composite a fiberglass or not a fiberglass but you know i don't think they'll ever get rid of uh steel and aluminum I just don't see that happening. For one, for cost. For two, of a lot of it is the uh, safety factors of it. You know, the absorption of an impact. Every panel on that car makes a difference with the with the uh, with the collision. So, so. Dave, Dave uh, commented on the Stucky light, and he said it's easier on the eyes. And that, and uh, it is. You know, Dave, I uh, I respect that man because uh, I was just talking to Ryan. I was like, man, you know, I don't know, but. My eyes are getting more uh, fatigued faster. Uh, I don't, I'm not that old, but, you know, I've been doing it for quite a long time. And I guess everybody, rea- you know, uh, has differences to that light for years. But uh, I, I may even try to link up with you, Dave, and see if I can play around with that light, buddy. Um, I am looking at that. And, and the Pro PDR Hell light is easier on my eyes. Um, it's got a I wide fade, doesn't it? It has a super wide fade. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't push, I think, all weekend or something. And whatever it was, I was doing some um, internal work. Or I, I call it working on the business, not in the business. And I guess it was like three or four days since I pushed. And, man, yo, I just could not see this <laughs> dent. Yo, I was struggling. And I'm just like, yo, I see it here. It's not gone. But I can't see it underneath light. So I literally had to pull my uh, my chubby... Um, HD hell light out of my truck, set that all up, and then I could finally see the dent and fix it. So 
got me really thinking uh, and, and, and uh, you know, looking at things that kind of kind of relax my eyes when I'm working. Cause I know that pro PDR, I can stare at hell. The fade is very, very important. The output is very important. So now, uh, so I've got a technical question. I know it's off track of what we're looking at. Do you guys have nice. issues with panels that are curved? So if you've got a dent in that curve, you've got your board, you're trying to look, do you have the problem of seeing if that dent is low or high? On a curve panel? So if the panel sucked in like this. If it sucks in and then comes out? Yes, yeah. the dent's right uh, here. Yeah. yeah. You can barely tell if it's a high or low dent. Yeah. Is now, you of course. Problem? I'm, I'm asking everybody here. Now, I for me, I, I don't know. I kind of don't understand. Well, so I maneuver is- the light, you know, and like what you're describing, I'll have like maybe, you know, the light in the three or four different angles in order to take a dent out. Like the, like the old doors is what you're saying, right? No, no, no. Not and even like- that. Just say uh, I did that Odyssey fender and it was the fender isn't straight down. It kind of. Oh, I got you. Damage is right there, and you're trying to read it if it's mm-hmm. if it's it is. Uh, Rick says it's like Funhouse Circus mirrors. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. So, so you're talking about okay. the curve, yeah? Where you actually have to be me. higher, right? It's not just me. Thank God. I was like, <laughs> come on. No, so, no. You time to time to put your hat down. You know? <laughs> call it call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's give you know what what's the next question from uh so what we have is it is uh, <laughs> the best gadgets to hold heat gun or gas torches uh we kind of went in with the james lee yeah you know uh arm now they do have the other one what was that company that you spoke to at mte uh that had the suction cup mount with the arm that you could adjust do you remember that company? Which one was get a, it? Get a, get a grip. I oh, think. get a grip. I yeah, I, I have the get a grip. It's a good, it's a good suction cup. And, 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 and the suction cup is not unique. It's, it's, uh, it's the mounting mechanism that he has, I believe. It's not really the suction cup. Um, but it's, it's, it's expensive though. I think his get a grip option was around. Uh, I believe it was 179. So, but you can do like the um, the umbrella. You know, you can hook it up to like I think I got mine hooked up to like a Ram setup. I mean, I do think they probably you know invest in the best suction cup because that bad boy is insane. It does not come off a car. So. Uh, um, want to look at it's called Get a Grip. It is all aluminum. I have it. It's somewhere. Um, I had it actually is, two years ago. Looks like Get a Grip is down to one forty nine. It's on special. Okay. It's got a. It's got its own arm now. So oh, okay. Get, um, let's see what we got here. I'm trying to. I'm getting pounded with text messages, and I guess it's getting ready to storm. Seems like uh, every hail guy in the world is sitting on the east coast right now. Um, (laughs) Uh, uh, best placement for light and heat gun 
when you needed it both. I have no problem with using the the claw and the yeah James Lee. You know, yeah, you can kind of get it to work. If you're doing direct heat, a lot of times I'll keep the heat gun kind of here's the den. I'll kind of just be brushing it with the heat. I try not to go straight on it because obviously I'm pushing. Um, what else do we have? And like we said before, guys, if you get some questions or, or think of stuff during the week, Facebook yeah, messages, email, us. email, whatever's easiest for you guys. Um, you so, know, so, so look at another question about the crow cab, crow carb uh, knockdown. I, I don't even know about this knockdown. It has a leather tip. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one that. Um, Who's selling it? Uh, PDR Velocity. Velocity PDR. Oh, oh yeah, so there you go. It's it's a nylon knockdown with a leather insert in it. It's supposed to work really well with crowns. Um, I think it comes oh. with an extra with extra piece of leather that goes in there. I looked at it at MT and Richard Routson did a review on his Facebook page on uh, PDR Talk. Oh, he gets everything, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know how to do it. I talk to Velocity. You guys spend your money, and I wait till you say, "Nah, this is good." Yeah, I talked to Ben good. the entire time. He's supposed to be sending me a uh, a hell ride, and I did not see this thing. Like half the stuff that was there was wasn't it's even pretty good. available. It's got, a, it's got a good thickness to it. it it's it's a good length. It, it seems like a decent decent tool. So I, I would say though, Velocity PDR. Keep in mind, guys. They're actually PDR techs. So yeah. um, Ben, I believe, ben. has a YouTube channel now that's out. Um, you might be able to find him with Velocity PDR. Um, doesn't have a lot and of followers. His, but His partner, Brian, they're, they're super nice guys. Yeah. The and they area. work. They work on cars daily. So yeah. that's a nice thing that's to the have. other problem. When we were talking to Ben at, at MTE, the other problem he's having is the shipping on that stuff, the reason the tools are okay, so expensive good. is because shipping costs so much to get them from, from mm -hmm. England or wherever they were from. So that's why those yeah. those prices what are you so say, the Netherlands or something? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was. So he, make, um, he makes a TDN cover. Ah, that's thoughtful. That's good. He makes what? He makes a, a TDN cart cover. Oh, okay. And he also has a new dent uh, bench coming. I'm gonna reach out to Ben guys and actually get one of these uh, carb these uh, these knockdowns. So um, I'm gonna reach out to Ben tomorrow and see if I can get one. Um, I use a mini knife. So, so go ahead. Okay, good. I was just reading Jaws' question. No, go, was already answered. Go ahead. You're go good. Ahead. You're good. So the another gadget I believe Dent Time also was talking about was those I think he might have discussed it with the uh, Get a Grip was those no torch no flame uh, heat guns. Oh, what was yeah, it called? The, That's another the, tech. Uh, it's like a portable, portable yeah. heat gun. It's uh, it goes right on the. It's let me pull it up here. Let's see. Uh, portable. It was uh, it screws on the end end of your regular torch. It it works really well. Um, 
another it just crushes the flame, right? Yeah. Okay. And it just puts out like the heat of it. So it works ah. really good. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people using it. You can get it on Amazon, right? It's like forty yeah. bucks or something, thirty bucks. I think it was more than that. I think it was sixty nine ninety five. Um, I can't find it now, but it it was also it was an awesome tool. I think James Lee sells it on his site too. I think it's sixty nine ninety five. Let me see. Um, I can give you guys a link on that. Let's see. I use a mini heat gun, smaller than a hair dryer, for constant heat. Suits the situation is what Rick uses. Rick works out of a van, so it looks like he has a an inverter mm-hmm. that he runs his, his stuff off of. Um, I'm trying to find this tool here. This heat gun. Heat guns. So, question comes up. So it looks like the dent man's asking if everybody hates dent technology now. Um, I don't think everybody hates it. I think they've got a lot of stuff going on. It actually, I had uh, Jeremy Langton's mom reach out to me, I guess, last week. Uh, and they are still having issues with the insurance company. When you have a historic building, it makes the situation very difficult there's a lot of hoops you have to fly through so they have not even been paid or even handled with the insurance companies so you know that anytime somebody has a fire i had a friend that had a house burned down and i mean it took months they were living in hotels the red cross were helping them you know they're living with family members so it's a tough situation you know the the black box stuff it did upset a lot of people yeah um you know, it's going to be a hard recovery for those guys. You know, we we, we it, still it's, it's very unfortunate. Uh, you know, I've never been in that situation, so I can't really speak about it. But um, you know, communication to me is key, and yes. and uh, if key, it's private. So um, that's just that's just me. I think in business, you don't want a lot of mouths talking. You just want to come out, tell them what you're about to do. If it doesn't work, come out and say it didn't work. This, that, and the third. If you gave people, you know, if, yeah. if I was doing, like I said, I've never been in this situation. So, but if I, I would probably do weekly updates, um, you know, and, and, and if for any of you guys are watching, keep in mind, they sat my car twice and I still haven't got a refund. So, yeah. Um, you know, so keep that in mind, guys. I'm not, you know, obviously you know, happy about that, but I haven't been in that situation. So, um, that could be, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there. Wasn't technology. So, and that's just like my shop, you know, I have a lot of somewhat personal items in there and got one of my cars in there. So shop burns down. I'm, I got a lot of stuff I got to deal with, with probably three or four different insurance companies from the, from the customer cars to the building to my personal stuff. So, but I think communication is key in any business. So it's transparency is what we call it, right? So I think there was a lack of in that situation. And we had Joe on we had Joe on the on the show and you know, I think that they just didn't have any answers, you know. So yeah. it's hard to answer a bunch of people when you just don't have the answers. You don't yeah. want to tell people lies. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that's why they kept the black box going on because they didn't think it was going to take this long. 
So yeah. we wish them luck. You know, hopefully they get it worked out. Um, but I still use this stuff every day. <laughs> you know, I I use blending hand and, and I uh, I'm on Anson PDR, and I don't think Anson yeah. does have a, quite a bit of an inventory. Yeah. Yeah, blending hammers and stuff. Yeah, yeah um, it's it's very unfortunate what happened. You know, that was a company, hopefully, you know, on a rise. So, and uh, um, I'm pretty sure they set back a little bit. Any other questions we got? Any other uh, the um the uh, what was the question? The um heat questions. I know he had a list of like ten. Yeah, I'm going through. Um, when to leave direct heat on all the time. So you're more of a direct heat than me, Chris. So I guess he's saying when, when, how long to leave the heat on the panel. You know, if you're uh, aluminum or high strength. You know, or... when you get it to the point where you're safe. I mean, I think every tech knows what, uh, what is that point where it's easy? You can probably finish it up with some tape or, you know, a after working on the dent, you kind of know, you know, if you've gotten through that stressful part of the, uh, the, the repair. And that's when you can probably start pulling the heat off or turning it down. Um, and then probably the last, you know, cleanup stage to find, you know, the, uh, I think I just call it the cleanup stage. They, uh, you know, you probably don't have to use much heat. Um, I think when I was working at aluminum hood, I stopped using heat after the, after I got the den up and then that's it. Fine tuned it without any heat because yeah. I didn't have to create as, as, uh, as strong as a push as much effort, um, pushing that metal up after that. So now the other question he has is what's the best dis or the safe distance for the heat and heat gun? I think it's a feel and touch. You know what I mean? I, I think um, so. On my adjustable heat gun, it heat up too. It heats up too fast, and it depends. If the wind's blowing, I'm gonna have it a little closer. If it's if I'm in a controlled environment, I'll probably have it about 12 inches. For also, I'll try to angle it so I can knock down or use my blending hammer and not get burned. So between 12. Uh, 12, maybe 13, 14 inches for sure is where I'm at. And I kind of angle it. And that, that, that comes into play is, you know, I want to get into the sharpest point of the dent, so I have to angle it that way where I'm going to be knocking, knocking down. So I think the, uh, the, the one thing that gets on my nerves when I have the heat gun is just knocking down. Uh, what's that there, Ryan? That is the portable heat gun, propane heat gun from James okay. Lee for $79.99. So cool. Vince had just sent it over. He's been, like he's been rock Vince is rocking out the questions, boy. Rocking yeah, out. man. Yeah, man. Then, um, man, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think uh, we don't get too much into the personal stuff, I think, but, uh, you know. No. That's unfortunate. Uh, let's see. Any other questions? It's getting close to 8 o'clock, guys. Uh, so, any other questions on your end, Warren? 
so glue pulling rails, do you heat it or do you just go ahead and glue pull? You can, to me, you can touch it. And if it's cool to the touch, I throw heat on it. I, I think the most ideal temperature is right around that 90 to 80 degrees. That's just, that's just what I think. So if I'm coming in and it's 65, even though today was going to be nine, you know, 85 degrees and I'm coming in in the morning and it's 65 degrees and I got to pull a nasty den up, you know, I'm, I'm ending up. Keep in mind, you're putting hot glue on that panel. So by the time the second pull happens, it's, it's warmer. So sometimes when I know it's like, oh, it's like 72 degrees out, I'm not going to throw any heat on it. I always uh, do. Okay. Well. <laughs> I do. I do. And that's you to take why? the moisture off or what? Because of humidity. Okay. You know. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I mean, and it looks like he says he likes using the symbol stand with the claw is what I'm understanding. Um. says it looks like they're like using the symbol stand for their heat gun. I guess because you can move it around. It's a little easier than, than having it on oh, yeah. the... Uh... That's a beast. Who's using it? I'm sorry. Uh, Vincent. Okay, yeah. That's that's a good thing. I'll probably... Yeah. Now, I use it for my light, so two symbol stands is probably going to get in the way for me. Um... Shabazz, please, re you know, word that question differently. I really didn't understand what you were saying. So, so uh, Igor is um, asking, do you guys heat when blending? No. I usually don't. No. Um, Not even a thought in my mind right now, actually. So uh, that's a 99% no. Oh. That's <laughs> I'm saying hello. Oh, man. Mr. Rams asking, does it, he says, I know we use heat to keep the paint from cracking, but does it heat up, help move the metal better? I think Chris did comment about that. You, it looks like he just got in. I think it definitely does help. You know, it mm -hmm. helps with the, the metal. You can feel the difference when you're pushing, certainly on a really bad dent on a body line, it feels a little bound up. The, and mm -hmm. then when you put heat on it, it seems to just flow out a little easier. Just relaxes so the metal. It definitely helps. Um, it's definitely a useful tool. You know, heat's definitely yeah. a useful tool in our business. Certainly, even in the cold weather. I mean, if you're not heating this stuff, it's yeah, it's brittle. It, you're gonna crack the paint. Yeah. Know? So now keep you know, guys. Uh, I know there's probably 50 other blending hammers out there, and 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 um, I, but we're actually coming up with our you know my blending hammer that I use in a lot of my videos. I get asked a lot of where is that a blending hammer for myself. Um, and I cannot wait to do, we're doing a limited supply of 20 orders. I'm not trying to make any money off of them, uh, but they're all handmade hammers and we'll be selling them very soon, probably in the next month or two. Um, go to that website link that I'm going to leave uh, in the description. And if you scroll up, you'll probably see it also. But um, it will be in our little merch section of our new website. And if you guys are interested in the PDR workshop, which is a free workshop to just talk 
about PDR. We're going to be explaining the process. If you guys, you know, want us to show you how to repair big dents, Dave Johnson, the, uh, you know, the master tech right there is going to probably be down so he can, you know, explain, uh, his approach. Um, and don't forget to hit the like button, please. Before yes, you guys definitely head out. I think we got a few we're going to answer here waiting. Please hit that thumbs up button if you can. Um, Ryan, is there any other questions on that list of, for that? Gentleman? No, I think we got all of them. Some of them merged. Um, so, um, escape metal. Why? Um, and we want to thank Vincent again for giving us this, this good topic. We had some stuff, but we really appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, and like we said, if you've got any questions or comments or anything, just reach out to us, you know, Facebook yeah. Messenger, text message, email, whatever's easiest. That's what the, that's why we're doing this. You know, we're taking time from our families to to just kind of get the word out there. It was something that we saw that, that definitely needed some needed to be out there. And, and also, guys, don't forget to, you know, jump on our Facebook group. New nine a uh, nine p.m. Eastern Standard. Yeah. So we're pushing it back two hours to give people some time to get home, get the West Coast time to actually not have to watch during working hours. So hopefully you guys understand that not you know nine p.m. is probably hopefully it's better for us and hopefully it's better for you guys. Uh, and we're probably going to still do the check out the back to me. Yes, definitely slick. Um, we're definitely going to uh keep doing this guys and don't forget the link to the website please sign in sign up yes june on. 23rd june 23rd it is limited spots so get your spot in there um yep so you know it uh it'll fill up fast i mean we've already even we haven't even mentioned it and we've already had quite a few people sign up so it's it's a good time it's a good quick couple yeah. hour pdr tutorial um, and then it's just a bunch of dent guys talking, so it, it, it'll be a good time. Be definitely yeah. worth your trip. So, yep. Yep. I appreciate it guys. Uh, this is the time opening up questions like we have been doing. So before we head out, if anybody has any questions, we'll stay on for a little bit, um, for the next five or six minutes and, and see if any of the last questions are coming in. Um, Make sure we don't miss you guys' questions. No problem, Robert. Thank you. Don't forget to share this video if you can. If you have Facebook or Twitter, share this video if you can. Um, or just share. I think our. I think you can share the actual uh, playlist if you can. You know, hopefully we're given. You know, it's week fourteen. You, you believe guys. it's week fourteen? I know. Week 14. Crazy, yo. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. What's going to be a crazy thing when it's week 100? That's when we're going to sit yeah. back and go, yes, this dude, we did it. <laughs> you know, week it's 100. funny because Chris and I and Dave have been talking about doing this for a year. And we're like, ah. Yeah. And then we're like, one day Chris is like, all right, we're doing this tonight. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's how I roll, so man. Just we hope it, you yo. guys hope you guys are enjoying it. You know, we, we definitely enjoy 
yeah enjoy it going on you know it's just nice when you get the emails and the text messages from the guys i, I had a guy reach out today telling me he received that price guide so you know yeah just, i think i think that's the best part right it's the interaction that we have you know we we are trying to get more interaction during the show but you know when i message people or people fake instagram is the better messenger for me and it's dentless touch um, but when you get emails and we, you know, shoot messages back and forth through Instagram, that's what it's all about for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the sharing of information. It's the networking. It's, you and know, I, I've even had my shop say, I, I'm friends with a lot of them on Facebook and they're like, what is this workshop? You know, what, what's going <laughs> on? And I'm like, Oh, we've been doing this is week 14. We've been doing it for 14 weeks. <laughs> So, you know, and, and some of my guys in my shops watch it. They're like, it's great information. They're not even dent guys. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah. and the body shop industry is changing. Yeah. You know, it's going to that push the paint. Right. So, or pull the paint, you know, they're calling it. I have a lot of guys that are that are in there that are roughing stuff out with dent craft tools. What tools should we buy? I'm like, buy this, buy this, buy this. And so the industry is changing. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it's, I don't know. It's. We just really wanted to put, you know, to answer that question there. where you said, what do you see in five years? I really think, you know, also what you have to take into account is that there will be a lot more people that know about PDR in five years too. Mm-hmm. So the, the customers that you would have not had five years ago will probably be getting PDR done and not going to the body shop first. You know, think about how many cars go to the body shop that you could have fixed. And if 50% of those cars now come to a PDR shop or call a PDR guy, that's way more work. No matter if Honda comes out with carbon fiber cars, that's still going to be more work. So then that's one of uh, another things that we're definitely trying, you know, that's really doing is trying to, you know, bring awareness to PDR um, and maybe more people will use it. We always looked at it as the cheapest method. And, you know, when it's, when it's, you know, faster, you know, I feel like a better repair for that car when, Body shop owners and painters come to you and say, hey, I got a small thing. Can you fix it? Why they not paint it when they, you know, they didn't know how to paint? Yeah. So they actually realized that, you know, we're going to be the first call instead of the second call. It looks like Mark's asking a small dent on a bedside. Do you try to glue pull it or blend it out? It really depends on the, on the vehicle. Yeah, the size. Yeah. You know, the size, not really even the size, you know, like the, um, the Chevys and the Dodges and the Toyotas. It depends on the depends on the location. He said very small, so that's got to be teeny tiny. So I don't I'm blending know. How that many bad times boy. I hear my customers say a very small dent, <laughs> and it's like it's like this big <laughs> cell phone. So, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Well, you know, um, I always tell them your perception of small is different than mine. So. <laughs> It says that the industry is changing for the worse. A massive amount of dent guys from the dent mills and dent guys selling our art. There's definitely an increase of training yeah. um, around in the industry. But you're going to get to that point to where you're going to separate the good from the bad. You know, you're going to have those premier guys. So, Yeah. And, 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 and see – when you think about that separation, Ryan, that you're talking about, and this is a little bit of, I was just having a conversation with another dent tech. And so again, the transparency for the, uh, for the consumer, you know, think of it like, uh, the landscaping companies, there's a million landscaping companies. I can go right now and go buy a truck and trailer and I'm all of a sudden I'm a landscaping company, 
But, you know, the experienced landscapers know exactly where to get the customers, know exactly which customers are more efficient. Uh, and the work quality, you know, and I just had some yard work done in my house. The work quality is different. That extra 20 to $30 a, a week is actually worth it in my mind from, mm -hmm. you know, I tell the guy, hey, I want to cut four inches. You know, one of my guys, what, what was for Like, he don't, you know, he didn't even bother to ask me. He didn't just, just my grass is, you know, you know, brown now. So it's like the other guy said four inches. I'm like, oh yeah, that's my man. You, you understand what I'm trying to do. So, uh, but that company, I had to, you know, take the, the, the lower grade company and, and kind of experience that for me to go to a, a, a newer, um, a better company. And the same resource that I say, you know, landscaping company, I called around a few and I, and I chose one. So I say that to, to, to tell you guys, you know, when they're looking for a better company, you need to be available. You need to be there. And that's just not answering the phone. That company is spending time advertising to the right place. That company is spending time. And they're coming with truck, trailer, the lawnmower matches the shirt, matches the you know came with the with the flow so you know you know when the cut you know there was a comment saying that you you know you can't go to roof chris and get and get and, and ask for the same price at mcdonald's so the guys that are coming out the mills it's all about price so if anything for the 18 people or whatever the 20 people that are watching you know you got to distinguish yourself from from roof chris roof chris is not worried about what mcdonald's is selling so you know, and it could be hacks. I think it's hacks and much work. You know, it, they could be very good techs. I mean, we all at one point weren't the best techs I out. Think, I really think that uh, in the industry right now, and I've noticed it more in the last couple of years, it's almost like everybody's got their place. So mm -hmm. you have the lot lizards. You mm -hmm. have the in-house guys. That are in -house. Lots of lizards. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but you're right, have, though. You have a lot of guys. <laughs> you, you have the in-house dent guys that just don't care. You have some really, really good in-house dent guys that work for dealers. I think Rick is an in-house dent guy for a big dealership group. Um, you know, you have the guys that you work for a company that produce a ton of guys every year. So, and then you have guys that do straight retail. They have a retail facility and do nothing but retail. And then you have guys that do body shop work. And you have guys who do body shop and retail, and then you have hail guys. So you have a little variety of everything. You just really need to find your niche that works for you and and, and make it work. But dominate that niche, man. You know, yes. Michael and Sons is, yes. is over here is pretty much dominating the plumbing, electric. I mean, they're dominating it, yes. you know, and there's other you know, plumbing and, and, and uh, general contractor or whatever they call them, the plumbing company. There, there are other companies that are surviving, multi-million dollar companies yeah. with Michael and Sons cramming it down your throat. Mm -hmm. So to me, I think you can still survive. You just got to change the way, a lot of people have to change the way they think. Think of it like, like a business and a job and I think you would be uh, advance and with business there's marketing there's marketing ideas just posting a picture on instagram is not enough the hashtags matter you know a lot of stuff matters so the other thing i, I think we're kind of getting back into that complete yeah, package okay. you know what i mean <laughs> getting back into that complete package of the shirt matches truck the truck matches yeah. business cards me personally i want to provide a premium service because i'm charging a premium amount 
So I want to be treated and I want to have a mm-hmm. company there the way that I want it to feel. You know, I, if I want that premium Michael and Sons to come in, put the mat down on the front door and put the booties on their feet. to, to walk Exactly. In, that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You're paying for that premium. So I think that's a whole nother topic we got. There we're we're definitely going to talk about, you know, the, the marketing side because that's the marketing side. I don't think anybody talks about. They're just like, boom, boom, post on YouTube, you know, have a channel, have this, have that. And they're not really understanding the science that goes um, with it. You know, there's a reason why Michael and Son is on the back of every, you know, phone book for the last six years. And they probably don't get that many calls, but they don't want someone else getting the back of it, you know, and they'll just, mm-hmm. it's a placeholder for them. So, yep. yep. Um, you know, why they had the Super Bowl commercial. I mean, golly, it was crazy. But um, that little jingle, you know, Michael and Sons, you know, they had they had Tyson crushing doing it. it. He's crushing it, it. it, right? You know what I mean? So, you know, and 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 if and if any of you guys are are, are you know are in, are are into marketing, you know, pick a company that you think is very successful and just look exactly at what they're doing, especially in a very competitive market. Our market is nowhere near as competitive as it could be. Look at the window tending market. There's a window tender on every corner it seems De- like detailing a detail in a company and the ones that are making it after three i got a detail company like literally same tail and clear bras and he's was open he's been open for 15 months and he's packed he's three weeks out right now how so you know there's still an ability to make money i i do think uh you know, with the right plan, you can you, you won't even feel the effects of other dent guys uh, coming in your zone, or even you know, uh, you know, more dent guys in your area. So that's just my perception. We got Dave Johnson on Facebook Live doing <laughs> some drone footage. Come on, man! So. That drone ain't gonna fly in that storm. But all right, guys, we're gonna call it. Yeah, definitely slick. We're going to call it, guys. Um, thanks for watching. Go ahead, yes, Ryan. Definitely. RPS Dent Repair, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube is coming. I gave <laughs> Dave I gave Dave so much footage. It's it's going to take a little bit of time, but we are getting there. Um, That's you know, cool. And like we said, hit that thumbs up. And like I said, please, if you're interested in that class, register online. It's going to fill up really fast. Yeah, I think we already got like three people or something right now. And thank you guys for dealing with us poor old yeah. guys sitting here on a, every Monday night for 14 weeks. You know, yeah, we appreciate says, it, guys. You're just, you're just on YouTube playing with your YouTube with your friends. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so, All right, guys, you have a great week. Chris Denless Touch. If you guys have any questions or want to, you know, contact me, Instagram is the better contact. Um, the messenger through Instagram. So, um, thank you guys for dealing with us for the for the fourteen weeks, and, and like I many said, more. Send, to come. The, send the comments out, uh, email, Facebook, whatever's easier for you guys. Uh, text message, and if you have a topic that's on your mind, see if we can get yeah. it on there. And thanks yeah, again, definitely. Vincent. Appreciate it. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs>